Welcome to the Knowledge Boner Podcast, guys. We are now on episode 14. I'm your host, Dylan Starr, with my co-host, Wally Wynn. Wally, how's it going, bud? What up, Knowledge Boners? <laughs> we still got to figure that out. What to call you guys? Yeah. Knowledge Boner Society. K- K- KBs? K- KBs? K- KB- KBs? K- KBS? <laughs> no, we still haven't got feedback know. from that, guys. Somebody message us. Let us know. Let us know a good term. term. Help us out. It'd be awesome. So, um, you know, while, while he's been kind of uh, um, engaged in the Reddit community and um, you know, finding some topics that you guys want to hear about and uh, what's, what's, what's the topic going to be today that you found, Wally? So, so one of the things is, uh, you know, obviously it's backslash R something, right? So a lot of the ones mm-hmm. I've been in is entrepreneur ride along and the other one is entrepreneur and then another one being small business. And those, those three, you know, seem to be pretty active subs. So if you guys ever want like, you know, to check out some other entrepreneurs and see what the heck they're up to, go check out those subs. Um, but anyway, so I've been circling through there and there's a lot of questions that come up over and over again. And what I mean by that is I've had to go in there and I've commented the same answer over and over and over again, which is kind of interesting. And one of the big ones that come up is, is it seems to be a pretty common issue is how to find someone to do business with. Like, what do you look for? You know, what, what, what kind of people are they, you know, how, how do you know this person is not going to screw you over? You know, that kind of stuff. Right. Uh. It's a good, 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 good topic. How to find a business partner? Okay. Um, yeah, man, I've I followed a lot of experts on this. I've I've seen tons of um, videos, um, and the most successful people that I've I have seen all say the same thing that really finding a business partner should be treated like a marriage. Um, you know, it's most people get excited and you want to kind of just dive all in, um, but in reality. Just like as you were to date a partner, you know, you would, you would see their qualities, you know, who they are as a person, whether they're trustworthy. And then, you know, then later you decide to marry them. So you wouldn't just jump to somebody and be like, hey, let's get married. Right. So it's kind of the same thing. Because, um, you know, when you get in business, you know, as you, me and Wally know this very well, as, and as anybody, everyone listening to this, you're going to get, you will get fucked over in your lifetime. Like you're going to have business partners that you do stuff with on the side and they're going to fuck you over and they're going to fuck you hard. It's part of it. Um, so you can't look at it as a bad thing. You can't, you know, take it as a learning experience. Just realize it's going to happen. And if you do realize it's going to happen, then you expect it. Um, <clears throat> I think, you know, one of the things that, you know, that works well with me and Wally is, uh, you know, we're also different personality types. So, you know, if you're deciding to get into business with somebody, you know, everyone has strengths and weaknesses. And I think we kind of counteract each other's strengths and weaknesses really well. Um, and that's what you want to look for in somebody else. So, you know, let's say you're a really strong introvert. Um, and so wait, just, wait, wait, real quick, but mm-hmm. let's, uh, Dylan, you know, what, what's your personality type for everybody? Uh, well, so when it comes to personality types, I know a lot of you guys listening, you're going to be like, what the fuck does that mean? There's different types of personality tests out there. Um, you know, there's, you know, type A's and type B's and, and stuff like that. And then we, you know, we just learned a different system uh, model off of gems. So I'm not going to delve too much into that, but I'm um, definitely type A um, and, uh, you know, in gym form, you know, uh, a Ruby, which basically means I'm, I'm very competitive. Um, I'm also and the, My- the Myers-Briggs is uh, the Myers-Briggs <laughs> is the one that people normally go by. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> ESTP, um, you know, extroverted. Oh, fuck, I don't even remember what does the N stand for. Do you remember Wally? It's intuitive. Extroverted, uh, intuitive thinking, and uh, you said P, E N, right? Yeah, T P. 
ENTP. Okay, so P, P is perceptive. So extroverted, intuitive, thinking, and perceptive. Yeah, there you go. So I'm, I'm very, you know, definitely analytical, but I'm also extroverted. Uh, what were you, Wally? I'm, I'm ENTJ. So we only differ on the last letter. Uh, and so the difference is I'm a judger and you're a perceiver. Okay. <laughs> Wally is a judger. He's judge and jury. He'll, he'll throw you to the damn, throw you in the cell. <laughs> that's funny but yeah um so there are different tests out there i know down the board hands down if you're listening to this and you really want to know like kind of what your, your personality type is in college it, it's funny when i took this class in college um actual entrepreneurs that are successful use this same book and it was uh you remember the leadership 2.0 did you ever yep. take that class read that book yeah yep. so if you guys get that book uh just literally go and type in leadership 2.0 um they have an online website and there's a test that you can take. If you get the book, you actually take the test for free. Uh, it's a great book. It goes into like leadership qualities and skills. And it actually would tell you what your top five strengths and your top five weaknesses are. Um, so that's very important. So like mine's like responsibility, competitiveness, um, et cetera. I have to double check. I haven't checked it in a while. Um, but you kind of know what your strengths are and you want to surround yourself with other people that fill in your weaknesses. So if you know there's an area where you're really weak on, you know, it doesn't really make sense to waste a lot of time focusing on that. You want to find a business partner who, who has what your weaknesses are so that there's that balance. You know, like, you know, you think of the wealthiest, one of the wealthiest men in the world, Warren Buffett. You know, he found Charlie Munger. You know, they're not the same personality type, but they complement each other really well. And that was one of the best business decisions that they ever made. And they, they will tell you, you know, Warren Buffett will tell you, I couldn't have done it without Charlie. And Charlie will tell you he could not have done it without... Warren Buffett. They just couldn't do it. So um, finding the right business partner long-term is, is, is a big deal, um, especially if it's going to be a long-term mutual relationship. Now, doing business on the side with somebody, that's different. You know, like JVs, stuff like that. Um, you know, just making money uh, in terms of looking over that is kind of just trial and error. You know, some people, maybe they'll screw you, maybe they won't. Um, but so, you know, I, I think that's a little different. I mean, what's, what's your opinion on it? On some on joint on joint ventures specifically, no, just on or, or just in just in getting business partners in general. Yeah, I got you. So there's always when it comes to business partners, there's always like indicators of of like yes or no, right? So always when you meet somebody, like you know that you know the way that they present themselves when they first meet you is obviously the way they want you to see them, right? So what's the easiest way for you to find out, you know, how what that person's really like? Okay, so you ask them or you talk to them and you find out they were in other businesses. Well, it, you got to ask them, you got to, you got to figure out, you know, what happened in those old businesses, right? Because, you know, the story they tell you may not be the, you know, the actual thing that happened. It might've, it might've been something that's their fault. It might've been someone else's fault. But anyway, the, the point is, is that, is that people have their own stories about what it, what happened. So you have to be, you have to be ultra aware of, of someone who's a partner who's also like prone to jumping to different things. Like, for example, if you see them and, you know, and you, and you can like, you know, point, pinpoint like different locations in the last like year or two where they've had different sets of business partners, you can, you can say, okay, that person's probably not loyal, you know, so you probably shouldn't do business with them or at least, at least wait it out, you know, buff them a little bit, <laughs> vet them a little bit. So, you know, there's always little indicators that, that you can point out when it comes to dealing with people in business where you can say, okay, like, you know, this would weed them out or this would be, oh, you know, or the best one would be, you know what, this person, 
has been doing business with this client for like 10 years. Okay. So that person's loyal. So that might be a good person to do business with. Mm-hmm. Right. So just really looking at and kind of dissecting their, the environment of that person, you know, because obviously if you're thinking about doing business with someone, you're going to, it is almost like a relationship. You're going to be around each other a lot. You're going to interact a lot, you know, and, and one of the easiest ways to, well, the easiest way to tell if you can even do business with somebody is, is are you okay having a beer with that person? So if you were stuck in an airport and you guys were stuck in an airport bar and you got to be there for, you know, two days or three days or four days, are you guys okay just sitting down at a bar and having a conversation next to each other? <laughs> mm-hmm. And if yeah. you can't, then that's an issue. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, that, and then there's a trust factor too. I know like, you know, we, you know, we all do a lot of stuff together. I mean, Wally has a lot of my passwords. I mean, hell, he even has passwords to my, my Stripe account. I've given him in the past. I think my fucking PayPal. Or does it ever cross my mind that, you know, oh no, Wally's gonna fuck me someday. You know, you know, you may be listening to this, but you're giving your passwords to a guy that used to be a drug dealer. Like, what the hell? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, funny. Like, yeah. it's like, yeah, but you know, when you when you get to you know know somebody, um, you know, not not just off their like past actions, but you know, you 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 can tell when somebody's trustworthy or not, or you know, you can see red flags, right? I think there are always like red flags that people can tell. You know, where mm-hmm. you just kind of seem like something's a little off. Right, like you just kind of have your your body has this strange guard up, and you can't really tell why. Uh, if that ever happens, I, I definitely would say be cautious. Um, but I mean, you know, I think we've, I've, gosh, I've had so many experiences with that. I I don't want to get into it, but yeah, I've had quite a few, uh, you know, partners in the past. So, so I guess so. let let let's flip it a little bit, and let's say, you know, Dylan, what what would you say is is the biggest red flag? So let's flip it on his head and say, you know what, 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 what do you not want to have in a business partner? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, definitely if you're, if you're with somebody and you see them, if you ever see somebody that you're, you're working with kind of badmouth other people and um, kind of like screw them over. Like I, I can honestly say in the two people that I've had a bad relationship with closely, they, they had a, a very similar trait. And it was when it came to other people, they kind of had like a, I don't give a shit about them attitude, right? It's just like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna do this. But if it doesn't pan out, like, you know, fuck them, uh, you know, didn't, didn't no regards for how they felt about anything. And that was kind of my, one of my first like warning signs, you know, they they were cool with me, but when I saw how they interacted with other people, especially on the very get go basis, like just meeting someone, how kind of like ruthless they were, um, that was a very big warning. Um, and then definitely integrity. Um, you know, a, a guy that I worked with, um, you know, we were, we were selling a product and, and that product and service actually wasn't able to uh, be used to the clientele. Um, so I said, you know, I stopped and said, you know, like, hey, mate, we, we need to kill this. It's not working out. And he just wanted to make money. So he did not care at all you know, about the fact of the, the value to the client of them being able to use this product, uh, like at all. So, <laughs> you know, to me, that was a very, you know, warning side of integrity. I was just like, man, like that's, he's literally just about making money. Uh, no, no regard for people whatsoever. So I think it's, it's, it's really, you know, I, I don't want to do business with anyone that doesn't have integrity. Um, that's number one, you know, that's, you know, call it a military thing, but, uh, you know, morals, 
to me that's that's very important. Like to me, it's never really about the money. I think that everyone should have like some kind of moral high ground of uh, principles that they follow and adapt to. You know, like you're a good person. You're not about like screwing people over. You don't just care about you know wealth. Um, you know, people are people too. You should always be you know proud of what you deliver and, and care about people. So if they don't do that, and you know, they show like kind of those early warning signs of like, you know, like not really giving a, a crap about people. I, I personally don't like doing business with them. There, there are different people with personality types out there that don't care. that are just like, oh, I'll do it. Like, you know, money's money. But then I also think later down the road, they'll get screwed, right? You know, everyone shows their true color. So I think you just have to be picky early. What about mm-hmm. you? No, I, I agree with that. I think, uh, you know, it's, somebody said this and I don't, I don't know where, where it is. I think it's in thinking or rich, but, but I think it applies. And I, I really like embodied this for myself too, is that, is I don't like to participate in any kind of transaction, deal, or contract that doesn't, that's not at least a win-win. Right. You know what I mean? And, and there's a lot of people where, you know, a lot of people I used to do business with that, that were very cutthroat in the sense of, like, they would 100%, they 100% want you to lose. Like, like they, in fact, that the way that they negotiate is only for you to lose. Like, and, there's only, and there's no way for you to win. Right. Which, which in business is not, it's, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but then, you know, you know, you're going to make more money if you, if you can make a win-win relationship with someone, because then they're more likely to, you know, give you stuff. They're more likely to send you referrals. They're more like, you know, cause you're making money. You're, you're doing business together to, to benefit each other versus saying, you know what, I want to do business with you, but, but I'm going to be, you know, a freaking Python and I'm going to make sure I sting you as many times as possible and get you, get you for as much as I can. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is, which is not the way to do business. It's just not, <clears throat> No, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I, th- I think Gary talked about that with uh, somebody before on his show, Gary V, um, about a guy who everyone wanted to do business with him because every time he had an idea, uh, he would implement or incorporate the idea. But when he had to raise money, he'd always give more equity. So this guy literally his whole career would would keep forty forty nine percent and give fifty one percent to his business partners. So think about that. You know, you have an idea, you're good at implementing, you're good at making money, you have to raise capital but you always undercut yourself by majority. You give more percentage away to your investors and to your business partner. So naturally people wanted to do business with him. He made a lot of money, a lot of money. You know, people are like, hell yeah. Uh, you know, think about that reversely. Instead of being greedy, the people would hop on that. Hey man, invest in my idea. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take care of everything. You know, your money will be business partners. I'm going to give you more equity. What, wait, what? You're, you're going to give me more equity on your idea? So, you know, definitely not being greedy uh, has its um, benefits, you know, long-term relationship. And I, I, I definitely think that's key, you know, being very fair in uh, everything you do. Um, I mean, there's times when me and Wally talk about, you know, stuff all the time and, um, you know, he'll, you know, want to be like, oh, like 50-50. And then I'll be like, dude, no, like you're, you're doing this and you're doing that. And, you know, you're, you know, why, why would I take 50% when you're doing like this and that, like, that's your thing. Like I, I would just take less commissions because I'm a very fair guy. Um, I think that's, I think that's key for people is don't just make everything about you. Um, you know, do what's fair for, you know, your, 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 your partners and you'll have like a, a very long lasting relationship and opportunities to make more money. I mean, that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, think about it. I mean, like, okay, let's, but let's take it from a bare minimum example. Let's say Dylan, or let's say Sue, whoever, let's say Susan, me, me and Susan are doing business together. Okay. And Susan, because of her network and her referrals and me and her have done business together. Now I've grown my business from six figures to seven figures. 
You think I'm not going to help Susan out for the rest of her life? <laughs> right. <laughs> From a business standpoint, you know what I mean? Like, like if, so synergistic partnerships where you both grow each other, like that's like you're, and then you're going to continue to help each other out. And then now, now that, that just like fills your pipeline with more business. So it's always advantageous to do a win-win always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, you know, what people say is, is also red flags. Um, you know, if you just, if you just talk bad about people all the time and, you know, which uh, I think that's topic in one in our book, uh, nine ways to be unlikable. So if you haven't, if you haven't read our ebook yet, there should be a link below, uh, knowledgeboner.com forward slash ebook. Definitely read the nine ways to be unlikable. Make sure you do not do those things. <laughs> but, um, you know, if you see anyone doing any of those nine things, I highly recommend that you do not become business partners with them. You know, the, those are definitely huge red flags. Um, but you know, one is just, you know, not so, you know, meanwhile, I've had that experience with obviously business partners in the past, but at the same time, we don't just, you know, go on a uh, rampage of shit talking and you know, talking bad about people. And, you know, we, we, we take it as a learning experience. Um, but likewise, you know, you never know on the other, on the other side, those people could be, um, you know, saying things about you and that's okay. Um, you know, you, you just got to know, you just got to look for those type of red flags in people. So if you just meet somebody and then the only thing they're doing is just talking bad about other people that they're in business with, you know, to me, that would be uh, a huge red flag from the get go. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh man. Of- I got, I got, I got another red flag right here. It just hit me. Mm-hmm. It's a big one. The friend guy, that is the biggest red flag for, especially for you new entrepreneurs and people who are just starting and, and, you know, like you're trying to get a business partner and whatever, you know, you, and you, and you have a friend and he's like, you know what, man, I'm friends with so-and-so. I'm friends with so-and-so. I could get so-and-so. I mm-hmm. could get them on it. I could sell it to them. Oh, yeah, I know this famous guy. We went to school together. Blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. It's like that guy that's always like, oh, yeah, I know them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it wants to seem important, right? And the issue mm-hmm. with it is, is it's that he can sell everybody on the idea that he's important because he's told so many people. But when it comes down to executing and actually getting those people, I would venture to say that he would not be able to do it. <laughs> Yeah, I would venture to say. <laughs> yeah, guys. So you know, so don't let this. someone convince you of more equity. Don't don't let them convince you to have more percentage equity, whatever, because of connection. Because until they actually bring those connections to the table, and you've met them, and you can shake their hand, then it pretty much means nothing. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, if you're listening to this, guys, and you want to, you know, dive into business, um, you know, let's say you're new. Okay. So if you have no skills and you have no experience and you just have an idea, I want you to understand all you fucking have is an idea. Okay, that's it. You, you, in your mind, you can be like, this is a great idea. It's going to be blah, 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 blah. It doesn't mean shit. So if you know that you have no skills and then you just have an idea, it, it doesn't make sense to just go to somebody else who has no skills, right? So, you know, maybe you're a beginner and you, you want to learn, you just have this great idea, but you have no fucking idea how to implement or execute. Um, if you go and try to find a business partner um, who is not levels above you, like, I mean, levels above you that has like some fucking skills. Uh, you have to realize that, you know, cool, you're 50 and 50 with somebody that can't, can't execute on shit. So you have 50% of nothing, zero. Like guys, let me, let me say it again let's say you wanted to be a greedy asshole and you wanted to go somebody be like, Oh, this is my idea. This is my idea. You're going to get, you know, 10%. I'm keeping 90%. You have 90% of fucking zero. 
you have nothing. There's no value that they're bringing to the table. There's no value you're bringing to the table. So don't be arrogant and don't, don't get to the point where you're like, okay, just cause you have an idea, like that's nothing. That shit. Tons of people have ideas. You know, if you're going to go to somebody who can actually help you implement and they have way more skills than you at that point, you know, you need to give up more equity, you know, be, be smart about it until you're able to learn and hone your own skills and learn from that person. Um, you know, somebody who's successful is not going to be in the business of growing your fucking business for you. I can tell you that right now. Um, that's one thing that, uh, you know, I, is very irritating to entrepreneurs who have done something is, you know, understand from their perspective, you're basically saying, grow my fucking business for me. Like you're shortchanging them and you want them to just build you a fucking business and they're not going to do it. Anyone that's smart's not going to do it. If they're actually a legit entrepreneur and they're good in business, they're not going to do it. So I think that's key. Just always remember 50% of zero is zero. Um, find people who are more successful and they have skills and see what you're bringing to the table compared to what they are. Um, you have anything to, any thoughts on that as well? Uh, no, no, I, I agree with you a hundred percent because, uh, because if you don't have any base skills, I mean, that, that, like, I, that, I did that exact issue, you know, like we, my, my first couple of business, business ventures, you know, it was me and my buddy and we were like, okay, like, like we're going to do this. Okay. Well, none of us had ever, neither of us had ever done anything we were trying to sell before. So not only did we have to learn it, we also had to like, you know, like, like sell it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, and so, you know, the kind of the reason why I developed my skill set, you know, the way it is now is because I was the one that learned how to do it. And the partners at the time didn't learn how to do it. He learned how to sell it. So, mm -hmm. so that's, you know, that, and that's basically it. And well, fortunately for us, you know, the issue was, was it came up later, but at the beginning, you know, we both had no skills, so we were okay doing it together. But if you really want to get a start, like if you want to go like in your business, then you need to get someone who has some experience first. <laughs> yeah. And, and if I was listening, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, let, let's say you're in sales and you love sales and um, you, you have no idea. Let's just say you suck at ideas and you don't know what kind of service to implement. Right. And you have a buddy of yours that you do trust someone, you know, and let's say they do have a, a unique skill set. You know, let's say it's like IT, or maybe they just build websites on the side. But you know you're good at sales, and you're okay with talking to business owners. Um, if you know that you're good at sales, and you're willing to put in the work, and you're going to offer sales to the table, then you can literally go to someone, you know, your buddy, and say, "Hey, man, let's be 50-50 partners." You know, you love building websites. If I find people that will pay us money, you know, would you build the websites? I'll handle all the sales aspect. I won't step on your toes. You do your thing. You don't step on my toes. Let me do the sales. You know, that's a win-win scenario, guys. You know, now somebody, their skill set is like, hell yeah, I don't have any sales experience. I don't know anything about business, but I like building websites. And then now you have an idea. You have a product and service that you can deliver to a customer. All you have to do is just sell it. That's it. Find business owners who need it. Boom. Your partner does his job. And then, you know, as you scale, um, and implement the business and you can start outsourcing and hiring all that's a different conversation um so you just got to ask yourself what's your what's your unique skill set that you have uh and if you don't have sales um and you know somebody that you trust that does maybe they're in a sales position uh you know go to them with the idea and again be fair be like look man this is my idea you have sales experience you know, let's do this. I'll, I'll handle the, the front load of doing this work. You know, can you find people who will pay us for this? So, you know, that's what we mean by kind of like finding the skill sets. But at the same time, 
you know, do it with somebody that you trust. It's not going to screw you. Um, you know, it, it's think of business as a long lasting relationship, not something like short term. And, um, you know, in, and hopefully you'll, you'll have other business ventures and opportunities, you know, in the future. So uh, I think, you know, today was definitely a good topic. Um, it's, it's, you know, even for us, it's, you know, kind of sometimes salty and painful to talk about, you know, uh, past experiences, but that's, what's, what's really great about this podcast is, you know, we, you know, we're careful about our words, but at the same time, you know, you, you guys listening, you can tell, you know, we've had our, our fair share of experiences and, um, you know, we definitely want to share those things with you. So you guys, uh, don't make, make the, the same, same mistakes. mistakes. <laughs> exactly. Don't make the same mistakes as us, please. Please do not, because you're just saving yourself a headache. I mean, you know, I, I don't, me and you, I don't, I don't really view, our, view ourselves as very old. You know what I mean? But, but had we not made those mistakes, how much further do you think we would have been by now? You know, you know um, how, how much headache did you get? You know, like, like for me, I know, like I, I dumped a lot of time into a couple projects that, that, hmm. that ultimately could have, I could have ended, you know, months earlier. But just for sake of, you know, me, me wanting to save the relationship or whatever the case may be, you know, I, I stayed on for longer. So it's just kind of like, ooh, you know? Yeah. I mean, I know we, we see it as like wasted time, but at the same time, if it didn't happen, uh, I, the positive of it is it, it forced us to learn new skills. You know, the, those experience that we have, like, I don't think if you didn't go through that, I don't think you would have the skill set you have right now. You know what I mean? I agree, I agree with that 100%. Oh. Yeah, because uh, you probably would have had, you would have had zero desire to learn um, the stuff that you have today, uh, the opportunity wouldn't have, uh, presented itself. And, uh, you know, at the same time, I, I guess actually experiencing it ourselves and gaining that experience now, I feel like it would have happened later anyways. So mm-hmm. I, I just see it as like, you know, oh, fuck yeah, we got it out of the way, you know, just like, yeah, I, I agree you, with that too. Yep. It's like dating, you know, when you're, when you're young and you get those bad ones out. Um, yeah, you know, you're like, oh, like, fuck, I went through the first few breakups and that was a shitty experience. And uh, I learned a lot from that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like girl, girl, you date, and you kind of you really, really like her. And then a year down the road, you really you're, and then she cheats on you and you're like, oh, well, I'm glad that happened. And I didn't marry her. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Right. So that that's that's the marriage mentality. That's a very, very accurate analogy, actually. Um, so that's definitely a mentality you guys have to have. Um, so again, guys, you know, keep posting um, in the comments. Let us know any other topics you'd like us to share, any personal stories. Um, you know, Wally's going to keep a lookout on Reddit as well for some more topics. And if you guys don't give us anything, we'll just kind of see what's going on in the forums or what majority of people are talking about. I hope you guys found this valuable today. Uh, I hope we didn't scare anyone. <laughs> now, now, now that I'm thinking about it, like I hope we didn't scare anyone out of um, you know, really trusting somebody or, or, or diving all in, you know, we just want to just let you know, uh, just, just look out for warning signs, you know, just be smart, you know, don't do not, not take risks with people. Okay. I'm, I'm not saying that you have to take risks mm-hmm. and you have to, and you have to look at it as, you know what, if I, if, if I take this risk and it doesn't pan out, what's the good takeaway going to be from it? You know, what, what, in getting this relationship with this person now, obviously I haven't committed to anything long-term. I'm not marrying this person for per se, but what takeaway is this going to force me to learn as a skill? So if this doesn't work out, what am I gaining from it? You know, did I gain a new skill? Like there's something that I can still take away with me and, and carry on to future business relationships to where I'm going to be valuable as a business partner. So I think that's the mentality that you have to have um, uh, like hundred percent. Uh, and I'll, I'll let Wally close it off for us. 
Um, so as per usual, you know, you guys can follow Dylan on Instagram at at Dylan star official. Follow me on Instagram at Wally underscore the robot. Same name on Reddit. I'm always posting on the entrepreneur or backslash R entrepreneur backslash R entrepreneur ride along sometimes on small business. Um, we're going to be opening up the, uh, the, the subreddit soon for, for knowledge boner for you guys. Woo-hoo! And we'll definitely keep you posted on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty Woo-hoo! exciting stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> that'll be our own, our own little layer to like, you know, comment and, you know, build our own little, our own little culture there. So I'm pretty excited about that. Right. Um, but yeah, guys, so, you know, like if you're on anchor, if you're listening to us on anchor, you know, leave us a voice message, you know, tell us what you think. If you, if it's awesome, just say, Hey, you're awesome. If you say you suck, at least tell us why we suck right yeah yeah please yeah if you guys if you guys if and, and if you guys think we suck go find us on instagram okay look in the link below dm us and hey you guys suck and tell us why give us constructive yep. criticism guys don't just don't just be like oh yeah you guys you guys suck you blow like fuck you guys okay cool thank you i appreciate the feedback but why <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna say say something now we haven't received any negative feedback but we you know we're, we're open to it we're open mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. it. So yep, I agree with that. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, you know, Wally, thanks. Thanks so much for your time and taking the time today to, to, to podcast and help me add value to the listeners. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in and we hope you guys have a wonderful day.